Welcome to the Wish Well Podcast, a women's integrative summit on health and wellness. A podcast hosted by Dr. Michelle Dang, a board-certified anesthesiologist and pain management physician with additional fellowship training in integrative medicine. This podcast will feature weekly episodes with women from all walks of life discussing their health and wellness journeys. everyone, it's Dr. Michelle Dane with the Wishwell Podcast. Welcome to this week's episode. I cannot believe that Thanksgiving is just around the corner. This year has been such a hectic, challenging year for so many people. And I know that many people are completely over 2020. But I will say that despite all of the challenges because of COVID-19 and our kids being home, many of our kids being home from school, vacation plans being altered. We basically had to alter and adjust our entire lives. I will say that I am so grateful for this community. I'm grateful for the opportunity to interview so many amazing women. I am super grateful for the chance to have met so many amazing women through social media and all the groups that I am um, a part of. So if there is anything that I can stress to you all, it is that even though some days can feel so dark, so bleak, so challenging, there are always silver linings. um, If we can just be able to look at the positive of things. So that's my wish for you all just to consider as we start the holiday season. And in my neighborhood, many of our houses already have Christmas lights up. I actually put up our Christmas tree last week, have not decorated it yet, but it is on all the time. I do enjoy the lights. So I hope that you all have a blessed Thanksgiving holiday. I want to introduce you to our next guest, and I recorded this episode a few months ago as I have um, stressed to you all that many of these episodes are recorded many months ago, and I am trying to get them out on a weekly basis, and everybody has, every single woman who comes on to this podcast have such amazing journeys to share, amazing little tidbits to share with you all. This one in particular, I'm super excited about bringing to you all. I had become friends with her on social media, and I was super impressed with all the things that she is doing. And of course, she also shares with me uh, completing the Integrative Medicine Fellowship like many of these other women on this podcast. So I want to introduce you to Dr. Ann Kennard, and she is a board-certified OBGYN. She is fellowship-trained in integrative medicine and herbalist and also a registered yoga instructor. She also holds a BS in nutrition science. She is passionate about women's health in the body, mind, and spirit. She authored an Amazon best-selling cookbook, Nourish, an integrative medicine cookbook, and speaks nationally on topics including women's integrative medicine, nutrition, and physician wellness. She teaches yoga and culinary medicine for the Mindful Healthcare Collective. 
that group is uh, on Facebook, so feel free to join that group. And also I want to send my personal congratulations to her as she has just completed certific board certification in lifestyle medicine. So she is also now a diplomat in lifestyle medicine. So congratulations, Anne. And her episode is entitled Nourishing. So I hope that you enjoy this episode. Have a safe and wonderful Thanksgiving break. And I will talk to you all next week. Make sure if you are listening on iTunes, if you don't mind leaving the podcast a rating and review. And if there are any other topics that you would like for me to talk about or invite guests to talk about for next season, which will begin in 2021, please feel free to leave me a comment or a message, you can always send me a message on Instagram at wishwell.health and I will post the show notes as well so you can reach out. All right, take care. Hi everyone, it's Dr. Michelle Dang with the Wishful Podcast. I'm here today with Dr. Anne Kennard. She is a practicing OB gynecologist in California, but also integrative medicine fellowship trained, herbal medicine certified. She's doing a lot. She has a cookbook. She has so many amazing things going on. Um, and I definitely am so excited to have her here today to chat with us. So welcome, Anne. How are you? Thank you so much for for having me. It is so lovely to connect with other physicians with an interest in women's integrative medicine, and I appreciate you providing the platform. I'm so glad to have you here. I know you have a lot going on, so I do appreciate you taking your time out to chat with us today. Um, so we're just going to jump right in and um, tell me in a couple of words or phrases what health and wellness means to you in your own personal journey. Health and wellness to me now means harmony. So I think we talk a lot about balance and balance to me is kind of like a teeter-totter, like one thing is up, one thing is down, and you're always striving for this kind of impossible middle ground, which Mm -hmm. is difficult and requires a lot of effort. And in harmony, each of the um, sort of strings if you will like on an instrument are tuned independently Mm -hmm. and when they're played together they are this beautiful harmonious sound and so softening a little bit into all the different opportunities like um, restorative sleep mind body practices um, good nutrition healthy relationships um, and all of the things that really go into making a person healthy rather than just having the absence of Western diagnoses. Yes. Yes. And um, I love that you did the integrative medicine fellowship because it kind of pulls everything all together. But prior to even doing that, I know we chatted a little bit beforehand and you said that you uh, got a degree a bachelor and master's degree in nutrition. So how did you kind of go into that path of nutrition and, and wellness? I initially entered 
college as a biology major wanting to go into medicine. And I thought that that was the quote, right way in. And I learned about nutrition through an intro class and I was so interested in it. It came naturally to me and I thought, how could I study and help the human body and try to nudge people towards healing without this very basic integral part of human wellness? And so I switched my major and got a bachelor's um, in nutrition and did master's coursework as well. And it did indeed turn out to inform the rest of my professional career. Definitely sounds like it gave you a, a very great foundation. And I think that's something that we lacked, or at least I lacked whenever I was studying medicine is that nutrition background, which I feel like is a completely different language to me now, <laughs> but I'm still learning. Um, so then from, from going to medical school, you decided to go into um, ob And so can you tell us a little bit about that process? Yeah, you know, I entered medicine thinking, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I know what I'm not going to do. And that's ob because <laughs> that is a crazy job. I didn't want the hours or the liability. And then, you know, as I rotated through it and got um, introduced into delivering babies, talking with women throughout the lifespan, and taking care of women, it just felt like the most natural fit for all of my interests and skills. And I really couldn't see myself doing anything else. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's definitely, I loved that rotation when I was in medical school. And that was definitely top of my list because I love dealing with, um, you know, women. So you talked to me a little bit beforehand that you um, became a yoga instructor and you also discovered integrative medicine. So can you tell us a little bit about how you found integrative medicine and what made you decide to do an additional fellowship? Yeah. So during my residency, which was a really intense time in my life, I felt like I needed something to help me manage my mind in terms of calming down, sleeping better, decreasing anxiety. And so I took a yoga class and it was different than other exercise that I had done in the past um, with more intense running and, you know, those kinds of activities. Mm -hmm. And the yoga just felt so good to me to link the breath and the body and start to learn about mindfulness and the application to my everyday life. And it really became pivotal in how I viewed myself and my work and my uh, place in the world. And so I did go through a yoga teacher training as a resident and became a, a certified yoga instructor. And while I was also going at my mom me Dr. Tarone Lodog's book, Life is Your Best Medicine. And I read the book, cover to cover in like one, I couldn't put it down. And I shut the book and thought, that's it. Like that, that is right for me. That's what I want to do with my life. As she talked about taking care of patients from a place of wellness and um, the best that Western medicine had to offer combined with evidence-based um, lifestyle and Eastern therapies and nutrition and herbs. It just 
really felt like I was coming home. And so I looked her up and that's how I found the University of Arizona's Integrative Medicine Fellowship. And I was graduating from residency the following year and applied for matriculation into the fellowship immediately after my residency. Wow. So you went from doing a, a really intense residency to now doing, um, I mean, relatively intense fellowship program as well. So what was that like in terms of that transition from <laughs> residency to, you know, doing the fellowship, which I know, I mean, the fellowship is, is a little bit different, but it still is, I mean, challenging. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's still a commitment for sure. And at the time I was also a new practicing OBGYN and had a newborn daughter. So in a lot of ways it was a transition and a place of professional identity formation of sorts. But being in the fellowship, while it took time, just felt like I was coming home and I loved the experience. And actually now I guest, am guest faculty for the fellowship, which is one of the great joys of my professional life right now. That sounds so amazing. And um, so while you're doing the fellowship, were you practicing or did you take some time off um, to complete the fellowship? No, I probably should have taken some time off, but I was working as a full-time OBGYN in private practice at the time. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, it sounds like you were very passionate about it. So, I mean, that's, that's one thing. If you are passionate about something, then it doesn't feel like extra work. It feels like, um, you know, not almost almost good like nourishing so yeah and you know this is part of you had asked me my two words for my own personal wellness journey and kind of those years of residency and then working hard and doing my fellowship at the same time were a lot in terms of stress and I actually was affected at that time by autoimmune disease and it really was a wake up that I couldn't push that hard in my life and that's when I started to really embody some of the more traditional integrative practices you know kind of the number one being deep restorative rest um, continuing good nutrition and exercising in a way that was less intense and um, a little bit more restorative to the body yeah. So tell me, after you finished the fellowship, what your practice looked like after that? After I finished the fellowship was this kind of crossroads in my life when I knew that I needed to make a change um, because of my own health concerns and for my family as well. And so I entered academic medicine and worked training residents on labor and delivery, and also started to direct an integrative medicine in residency program where um, I would train both family medicine, and now we've added in OBGYN residents in integrative medicine, actually during their residency, so they get exposed to some of that and come out having completed some training in it. Yeah, I think that's incredible that you're able to incorporate that because I think that's something that is much needed now and um, now more than ever. And how did you go about incorporating that? Did um, did you 
talk to somebody in academics or talk to administration to allow you to do this? Did they, how, I mean, that's always something that I think many people want to want to incorporate, but don't know how to. Right. Um, I was lucky to have the interest and ear of the administration as well as the residents were very interested in it and we had some support in the community as well. And the University of Arizona's Integrative Medicine and Residency Program sets it up to be fairly user-friendly to where the learners can enroll in these online modules. It's almost like a mini fellowship. And then on site, uh, actually this year we're opening an integrative medicine clinic, which is really exciting. Mm -hmm. And then we do experiential learning activities as well as lectures and some just really fun things, Chinese medicine, culinary medicine, um, mindfulness-based stress reduction, a lot of different modalities and some overlap too with resident and physician wellness endeavors. Yeah, I mean, that's something that I wish I had when I was in residency. Um, oh, what man. is, <laughs> right? I, like, I learned that about nutrition. my yeah. profoundly different. Yes. I mean, I wish I learned about a little bit more about nutrition in my training. I wish we had more of a wellness aspect to it rather than, you know, the only time you can call in sick is if you're at your deathbed, which is something that we laugh about, but which is pretty rampant in, right. in residency. Um, so I think it's great that you no, are incorporating the culture. I hope that we're shifting it. You know, yeah. I think at least at my institution, it's shifting and with the the as the at least the focus on wellness from the ACGME, I think it it has provided an opportunity for these initiatives to at least be looked at and talked about rather than just dismissed as you know along the lineage of well I suffered so you should also it's a yeah. new way it's a new yeah. paradigm of how to raise healers yeah for sure. And um, what is some, some feedback that you've gotten since incorporating this, this wellness aspect to the residency program? It's so wonderful. You know, the next generation, there's so much interest in well-being, personal well-being, the well-being of their patients, and they really want evidence-based information on how to live that in their personal lives and professional lives. And they are so interested it becomes a recruitment tool actually for the residency when we interview applicants and they see the program and we see they see what we offer both in terms of integrative training and personal professional wellness mm -hmm. it's become you know somewhat of forward momentum mm -hmm. and and i'm excited to see other residency programs incorporating this aspect to their training because i think it's it's so useful and people need it especially it is and i know. think the public you know they want alternatives and they want their doctor to be knowledgeable about nutrition and lifestyle based interventions it is mainstream so i do want to shift gears a little bit um and i want to talk about your cookbook. So tell me a, a, about your cookbook, how it came to be. Um, it's beautiful. I've seen the pictures of it. Um, so share with us that journey. Thank you. This cookbook was recipes that I just made at home and I made for neighbors. You know, if somebody 
was sick, you know, I'd bring over an herbal cough syrup or for Christmas, I would give away bottles of my elderberry syrup and I would cook and put the recipes on social media. And finally, somebody suggested to me that I write them down. And it was this new paradigm kind of for a cookbook because it's not just food. It has food as medicine recipes, uh, simple herbal medicine recipes, tenants for healthy living, and then a quote recipe of sorts for different mind-body practices. Mm -hmm. And so I called it Nourish an integrative medicine cookbook because the idea was to help the user feel nourished in every aspect and really to bring in recipes for not just food but all integrative modalities. And I think, um, you know, it goes back to your word for health and wellness, which one of the words was nourishing. So I think, um, you know, it's, it's beautiful that your journey is nourishing and your book cookbook is nourish and um, I think that's just that's so beautiful and um, so tell us a little bit about how um, you even got that cookbook published how did that happen because I think many people are curious about that yeah there's lots of options right now in the publishing space I want to shout out to my girl Nicole Swiner who is a family medicine physician who also owns a hybrid publishing business And so she and I connected about my idea and she thought that that seemed like a good idea. She provided some coaching in terms of getting the book actually written and then editing help, formatting. I had a photographer do the food photography since that was a piece of this particular project. And then it was published via Amazon and became an Amazon bestseller in multiple categories. Wow. What was that process like for you? It was surreal. You know, I always had this kind of fear, I guess, or self-limiting belief that I would do this work and it was sort of a passion project, but nobody would really buy it, maybe except my mother, you know, (laughs) Yeah. and then it came out and spread. And then I was reading about it from people that, you know, kind of on physician chat boards or things or people that didn't know that it was me or that it was my book and watching it be talked about outside of me was really wonderful and surreal. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's definitely your journey resonates with many people who have a lot of fears of, um, judgment or, you know, what they say doesn't matter, or people will judge them for it. And um, so, I mean, I think that a lot of people can relate to that. But I think that, you know, you, you went in, did this. And I mean, I've, I've heard of your name even before I reached out to, to get you to come on. And so it has definitely spread to many places. And Mm -hmm. I think your message is beautiful. Um, Thank you. So what are some challenges that you have faced in just your own personal health and wellness journey from, you know, from the start of your career to now where you are? Yeah. So these issues, right, I think that many, many women struggle with and perhaps specifically women physicians of the scarcity mindset and so much striving and fear that you won't make it and the imposter syndrome that maybe you don't know as much as you should or someone is going to find that out. 
And I heard this really wonderful parable that I will briefly summarize where it was a argument between the sun and the wind and they were both trying to fight to make a man take his coat off and the wind blew and blew and tried to blow the man's coat off and the more he did that the more tightly the man tried to wrap his coat around himself and then it was the sun's turn and the sun just shone brightly from the innermost of his being and the man got warm and took the coat off and when I look back at my journey, that's what it feels like. Like it started with this force and striving and then sort of a softening into who I was and what I wanted to do and being able to get started with that and shine from a more comfortable, natural place in my interests and gifts. That sounds so beautiful that story and definitely goes back to your words, um, softening and nourishing. And I think that you've kind of gone through that whole process and sounds like you're still continuing to evolve and learn and grow, which is very beautiful. And we all are, you know, it's like Ram Dass said, we're all walking each other home. Yes. Is there any advice you can offer to others who may be, um, you know, feeling a little bit stuck, have a lot of passion, have a lot of fear in pursuing what they want to pursue? Mm -hmm. I think that there's a few concepts that have really helped me. One, the best way to start is by starting. Mm -hmm. You know, my projects weren't perfect at first. I don't think they're perfect now, but they're out there and they represent who I want to be in the world. Mm -hmm. And that a rising tide lifts all boats And when I can amplify voices of others and collaborate, we all do better. And both of those concepts, I think, are probably the pillars of my success. So beautiful. Thank you so much for taking your time out to chat with me today. Um, If people want to reach out to you and connect with you, how can they go about doing so? Yeah, I am on social media, Facebook at... Dr. That's D R Ann Kennard, and hopefully we'll link this in the show notes. Mm-hmm. And on Instagram as well, same handle. I have a website, uh, dranncanard.com. And right now I am doing active Zoom classes via the Mindful Healthcare Collective, which is our Facebook group for uh, healthcare workers. And then we have a sister group for the general public. And I'm in there teaching yoga and meditation and mindful cooking and how to cook um, in the midst of a pandemic. You're just doing all of the things. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I I'm calling it the pandemic need. pantry. <laughs> I think I did see uh, some, some pictures or, or videos of that. Um, so thank you so much for all that you do and continue to do uh, just to, to bring awareness of um, the wellness aspect and taking care of yourself and nourishing your body and your soul. I think that's very important for everyone to hear at this time. Thank you so much. I think so too. All right. Well, thank you again. um, And I look forward to chatting with you and connecting with you again soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the wish well podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. 
Please subscribe and follow along every week for new episodes. You can find us on Instagram at wishwell.health and at our website, wishwell.health.blog. Until next time, I wish you health and I wish you wellness. Thank you.